0: And hello, welcome back to another episode of Who I Do. I'm Tania.
1: And I'm Ashley. And today, we're kind of going back to what we used to do, speaking to wonderful couples about their wedding day. So we have two very, very special guests on the show with us tonight. Um, Guests, would you like to introduce yourself?
2: Hi, um, my name is Tracy Todd, and this is my wife, Brittany McCray Todd. And we are here
1: talking... About our wedding day,
0: we are so yes, happy to talk to you both. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so, listeners, by the time this episode airs, they will have just celebrated a year. As we're recording this, we're less than two weeks out from their one-year anniversary. Which, oh my gosh, like, can you imagine getting married in December nineteenth and then, like, three months later, everything <laughs> shutting down, <laughs> like? oh my gosh, like, how, how, how has that been? Like, how were those first
3: kind of like three, four months? Honestly, it was like really crazy at first to, to see everything that was going on, but it, it just made us both just really grateful to have really like one of the last really big weddings for all of our vendors that we brought on board. Like for a lot of them, our wedding in December was the last big wedding that they've had, you know, in this whole year. And so, I just feel amazed that we were able to take advantage of that. And then for a long time, we were going back and forth on if we were going to do our honeymoon right after the wedding, or if we were going to wait until the summer. So I just felt like I was just so happy that we ended up doing it right after the wedding. Cause that was something that we had considered, you know, de- p- postponing and that delay would have basically made it not happen. And so I just feel so fortunate that we actually went ahead with everything when we did.
2: Yeah. One of the amazing things that I think about is, Something that we always wanted to do, like right around the time of our wedding, was we wanted to take a trip to the continent of Africa, mm-hmm. and we started mm. our year off in South Africa, and we were newlyweds in South Africa, and everything felt like, oh wow, the world is opened up to us, <laughs> and
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it was a peak, and there's soon yeah. <laughs> there be a, a crash, but I'm really uh, grateful for those moments that we had early on and and really this whole year has been has been great. I mean really we are homebodies anyway. So yeah. a year in the house is like, don't threaten us with a good time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's so real though. Like I keep hearing folks that are like, oh my gosh, I'm so ready to get out. I'm so ready to do stuff. And I'm thinking why like being at home
3: is everything (laughs) yeah no we weren't doing too much anyway so
0: it's fine you know what it's a blessing as well because you two love each other and you like each other you know there's a lot of couples out there who got married you know like last year and Mm -hmm. they aren't liking
3: each other right now so Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So, this is such a blessing. <laughs>
3: yes, for sure. And we, I think a lot of it has to do with we've been together for almost a decade. It's been okay. almost 10 years. Oh, so, we've wow. gone through being together, being all the way apart on opposite sides of the US, and then being back together again. So, I feel like that definitely helped us be prepared for this quarantine season. I mean, definitely. you never can really prepare for what 2020 has brought any of us. Yeah. <laughs> but right. I think. I think it's definitely helped that we've been together for as long as we have. So it's like, married for a year, but together for nine.
2: <laughs> yeah, and one of the things that I feel like I try to tell people when they look at our relationship, and they're like, oh, you know, Black love, couple goals. It's <laughs> like, no, it's a lot of work. Yeah. And we've been through couples counseling. We went through marriage counseling. Mm-hmm. Counseling when we were on separate coasts. Where I had to like zoom in or whatever the software yep. was video for
3: conferencing our, yeah for our <laughs> yes.
2: therapist where I had to do that and I was traveling a bunch mm-hmm. and I would fly into L A just to go to therapy it it's a it was a lot of work yeah
3: like wow. we
2: intentionally put a lot of work on building the communication in our relationship when things are going right when things are going wrong just always keeping those lines of communication open at first I was not very communicative which may be cliche it was like if i had a problem i didn't open up i just would like wallow in silence (laughs) i would be upset but she would never know except for me just being passive aggressive and then
3: but i'm an over communicator so i was like we gotta talk we gotta (laughs) share our feelings and like are you you know what's going on like i want to talk about it so he's learned yeah we we went to therapy
2: (laughs) she said i was communicating too much. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like
0: I thought this was what you wanted. I
1: was like, all
3: right. Let's,
0: let's bring it down. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, be careful what like, you like, ask for. <laughs>
3: right. Yeah, yeah. True. Very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's
1: good y'all did that beforehand because I mean, yeah, if you don't have any lines of communication, then what, you know, like the relationship is basically doomed because it, You can't be yourself. You can't talk. You can't Mm -hmm. be open. So y'all seem like a fun couple. Yeah. (laughs) I think that we're we're having fun. (laughs) We have fun here just by ourselves. Yeah. And
2: we could have went nowhere this whole year. Even though we have been places. Mm -hmm. and We we did spend quite a bit of time on the East Coast quarantining with our families. Mm. We could have easily just been here in the house and it would have been like, 2019. Yeah. Really, except for the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: Good, good. Well, we are going to start out with a fun game of this or that, which is, I mean, at this point we've been doing it about, six months or basically after quarantine started because talking to everyone about like oh how's your day COVID like no one wants to hear that <laughs> week to week to week so we started playing this fun game and I don't think we're ever going to go back to small talk but anyway so for those listening you know this game is very much like all the Instagram games you see on stories where you pick between this option or the other and basically the two of you I want you to pick your option and. Take Tell us why. And so we'll start out with Brittany, then Tracy, then Tania, and then we'll circle back. So we have four very quick rounds, and then we'll get into more about your love story and your background and all that. (laughs) So, all right, to start, would you prefer being engaged for like 18 months or being engaged for eight months?
3: I think I choose 18 months just to fully make sure that you can pay for it. (laughs) Uh, Because we paid for, and just using our own example, we paid for about half of our wedding and wanted to have as as less debt as we could coming out of it. So that meant being able to actively save, which is hard when you have a whole bunch of other priorities. So for me, I would definitely say 18 months, but I know that people are on different time clocks. (laughs) So we weren't in that much of a rush. Uh, I
2: I agree I mean I agree 18 months I heard from a friend that whenever You propose you should be prepared To get married that same day So I, I feel That same way like I, I Didn't feel like any emotional Hesitance like oh I need This engagement period To figure out What was there's a meme online where the guy Was talking I was like we still in the engagement Process <laughs> <laughs> Five-year engagement? He was like, no, we got to figure this out in the engagement. <laughs> but, uh, I was ready to marry Brittany, you know, a long time before we ever got engaged. But Aww. I think us going through the 18, we might have spent 18 months. It was months. like 18 yeah, months, yeah. 18 months before we got married. It allowed us to plan and save and prepare and really make it the experience that, we both wanted. Really, Brittany did all of the work in planning it and designing it. And it was something so special that since then, I've seen a lot of people chip in and take their credit for her design. And it's been featured in magazines, but that's all from Brittany's mind. Like she, she made that. So 18 months. <laughs>
1: I love that answer. You better stand your wife, okay? Yes. (laughs) 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 All right to you.
0: You already know what I'm gonna say. 18 months. Like, let's go ahead and save for this wedding. Let
1: me
0: me do it up, you know. So
1: I feel like if there wasn't a financial obligation attached to it, you would have said eight months. I
0: mean possibly. And who knows? You know, let me not jinx, even though I really don't believe in jinx, but let me not, you know, (laughs) speak that over me. But, Mm -hmm. you know, because there's a possibility that I can do it in eight months. But for the sake of this question, I'm going to say 18 months. Okay,
1: I agree with all of you. I would say 18 months for that same reason it gives you more time to pay stuff off. Mm -hmm. So it's as simple as that. Okay. So what about when it comes to the people arriving, um, for the wedding weekend, would you prefer to have a welcome happy hour with your guests or a welcome game night?
3: Ooh, see, this one is hard because we don't have a lot of people that drink in our family. So I feel like having a happy hour would probably end up being a very sad happy hour. (laughs) Very sad. I mean, even though that's kind of what we had, we had like like a welcome toast. Um, It's like people will take champagne, but they're not going to be like drinking at happy hour. So I would say, I don't know if I want to do a game night either, though. I don't have to pick one. (laughs) a game night before your wedding is like a lot like that would be like a lot so i'm actually i'm gonna say happy hour even though it would probably be sad happy hour if it was us i mean i think
2: what we had essentially was a happy hour we just didn't have a lot of alcohol because we're not big drinkers we (laughs) had champagne and cheesecake i love both of those things so i had a good time it was a happy hour for me
3: yeah
2: (laughs) i I like
0: that idea Wine and cheesecake. I love everything cheesecake, like everything cheesecake. So um, I'm going to say the game night. I love the game night. Yeah. And then, you know, also because when you have game night with me, like I kind of I kind of switch things up a little. So I'm going to say game night.
1: So you're going to do all that right before your wedding. Like you're going to prepare for this switched up game night.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because I'm going to have a wedding planner. And Uh, okay, (laughs) there's still other
1: stuff that (laughs) needs to take
0: place. Like listen, when I hire a wedding planner, a lot of that responsibility I do not want. So hopefully I understand, I understand what you're saying, but I can have fun the night before. Okay. We don't have to stay up
1: all night, you know. Who's saying this the night before? It could be like 72 hours
0: before. And that's fine. Okay. Okay all right just checking <laughs> i can plan it right now you go know. ahead do it work on it
1: <laughs> i'm gonna test that to you okay um i like the idea of a game night i'm i'm like y'all i don't really drink well i don't drink um and so the happy hour i don't know like i just want to see people without like any real obligation you know like let me see y'all for a little bit and then i could leave i don't have to like you know know. Mm -hmm. yeah like the game night sounds like fun but it also sounds like work like something else i'm gonna have to do and prepare for unless i'm just showing up somewhere that like oh we're going to dave and busters or something i don't know or (laughs) like some yeah. some place to play games like eh, so.
2: people carry over vendettas from the game There's, <laughs>
1: like, it. just, right so,
2: yeah. <laughs> like whoa this is just uh this is, sorry this is a board game We're playing <laughs> people mad at the
1: wedding and this whole right stuff yeah plot going on Mm-mm. exactly yeah. like still harboring those emotions from that taboo game. Like no, yeah. we don't have time for that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So two more rounds, um, a joint bridal party brunch where the bridal party gets to meet each other or a joint bachelor bachelorette weekend.
3: Definitely not the latter. <laughs> 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 Definitely not bachelor, bachelorette. So I think having a joint, everybody meet each other is, I think that's fine. I think, yeah, I choose that option.
2: I I think the same. I mean, our bridal parties are super small, so it would have been four people meeting <laughs> each other. Her sister, my brother, and us, and her friend. It was like, oh, this was like a regular brunch. Anyway, it was not really, it was yeah. a bridal party brunch. It was like table for five.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's a good size, though. Mm-hmm.
0: Less stress. Yeah. And money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with the brunch as well. Cause I don't want him or his friends on my, on my trip. I mean, you know, like, you know, but nah, let me have a girl's trip.
1: Yeah. I, um, I'd feel the same way. I like, I know that couples do that and I guess like, I don't understand why you can't just have this one moment yeah. By yourself. Like,
2: 90 Day Fiance. They
1: didn't. Uh, oh <laughs> <Back> my gosh.
2: <laughs> it was crazy.
1: Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. <laughs> yeah. No. I, no. No. <laughs> okay. Res- <laughs> reception dinner. Um, Would you have two sides in one meat so everyone basically gets the same plate or? There's the option of two meats, so maybe a surf and turf situation, and a side plus a
3: salad. I think the multiple meat options are multiple main dish option, and then you get a salad. And I think that comes from... Really, that's more about us coming from LA and having people from our wedding like fly in from LA. And there's so many different options out here. We have to worry about the vegetarians and the vegans and the this and the that. And so I feel like you gotta offer them a salad. And then just in case that's what all they want, they don't want no main dish. And then having multiple options for meat choices. Okay.
2: I don't really mess with meat like that. So I'm, yeah. I'm gonna think <laughs> he's about one of the
3: the ones I'm talking about. <laughs> is,
2: uh, like as much meat as we can eliminate, you know, it's my wedding. It's like into them.
0: That's true. This is true. Yeah. I'm going to have the, um, the multiple options because I am pescatarian. Sometimes I'm plant-based. Sometimes I'm, yeah. Yeah. You know, there's no title about, you know, me. Yeah. yeah.
2: You, yeah. Try it. you try.
0: You try. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, But my boyfriend hopefully one day my fiance are you listening hopefully okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he is
0: yeah he listens um but but yeah he eats meat and so yeah we're going to have to have multiple options
1: i feel that um i'm also on the multiple meat side of things, um, because I too am flexitarian. Tania, just, just call it what it is. You're flexitarian. Okay. I'm a flexitarian. Yes. Yes. Come to the, to the, the tribe. But, um, yeah, I mean, I love a good vegan and vegetarian meal, but I know my dad's side of the family would be complaining about the lack of chicken, the lack of meat, the lack of this, you know, just old southern blacks. They, <laughs> they <laughs> we sm- definitely
3: had that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, where is this wine? <laughs>
2: um, yeah. One year, and my aunt was like, Oh, you can eat this. It doesn't have no pork, it's salmon. And I was like, What's in it? She's like, Oh, it's salmon, stuffing, a little bit of bacon bits. I
3: was like, What? <laughs> you cannot like, eat oh. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They don't even know. They don't even realize it. It's yeah, out of control. And uh, they be like, this is vegetarian. Like, right. no,
1: but that's not cheese. Like, no, right. Not. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Right. Oh my gosh. That, that takes me back to like a few times I went to my um, dad's house when, so there was like a period, maybe like three, four years, I ate no chicken at all. Um, and I'm still like, I eat it like very, very rarely. But like going down to their house and they'd have like this spread of food out and it's like fried catfish, fried chicken, macaroni and I'm just like, well, I can't do dairy, so <laughs> can't yeah. have that. Um, don't eat chicken, so can't have that. I don't like catfish, so okay, I'll mm-hmm. just eat this like side salad or like the rolls. Or so <laughs> that just, yeah. <laughs>
2: just the like cake. you know what? I'll eat the cake.
1: Uh, the cake, right? Is- <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm not even going to try to explain it to y'all because every mm-hmm. time it was like a like the Dory moment in like finding Nemo, it's like, oh, you're just now discovering again that I don't eat chicken. I've been telling you this for four years, right. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> like, you nothing has changed. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Um, Well, we are now going to take a very, very quick break for an ad. And then we're going to get into all the wonderful wedding and relationship stuff. We'll be right back.
0: Hey, everyone. For those of you who have not checked us out on HuIdo.com, girl, what are you waiting on? Going over there and browse the site. We have incorporated the HewIDoo shop where you can get t-shirts, stickers, mugs, and many other items. If you are interested in being one of our featured guests, you can also find that information on there as well. Please continue to support our socials and you might be seeing us on the big screen one day. You know, you never know. But as always, we love y'all and we wish you much love and success and we're
1: back um again we are talking to the wonderful Todd's, and um we're basically going to like relive their relationship story and their wedding day and just get all those lovely juicy details um because that's what we love we we love hearing all these wonderful like how y'all started, how y'all got to that point, how you proposed and all the emotions and feelings. Cause that's such a like warm and fuzzy feeling. And then you get married and I mean, it's still fuzzy and warm and things, but it's like, I don't know. That's, that's such a sweet spot. Like it's so good. Anyway. So for both of you, what kind of spouse did you kind of like want or pray for before you even met each other?
2: Oh, Russell's prayer. Okay. Yes. So, <laughs> you know, I really I don't think I even knew what I was looking for specifically and how important and special my wife was until, you know, we were in a relationship. And, you know, we've been together for a long time. So being with her every day and when we first started dating. She will tell you this. I was kind of like distant and, you know, it took gradual time for us to get closer and closer. So, What were
3: you looking for?
2: What was I looking for? What were you for? looking for? I was just looking for a partner. And, you know, a lot of times I don't think people will admit this, especially young I would say people in their early 20s, you don't even know what you're looking for. Like you haven't had the life experience to know you want this, this is important to you, this isn't important to you. Like you have a fog of things like, no, please don't be an ax murderer, <laughs> but you don't know exactly what you're looking for. <laughs> so I was very blessed to have like, to connect with my wife in the way that we did at a a conference the day after our undergraduate <laughs> uh graduation, like we met in Tallahassee of all places, that city of love, Tallahassee. <laughs> <laughs> and we met at a like a marketing conference where I went basically as a vacation because I did not know anything about Tallahassee. Did not realize that's probably not where you go to vacation. But uh I went, I didn't really prepare for anything. I
3: Mm-hmm. Came out of
2: it, meeting my future wife and getting a job, and I had nothing really. Like, <laughs> she will tell you, like I, I didn't prepare for our presentations, any of the job fair stuff, just kind of winging it. I really. It, <laughs>
3: so he amazing. does. <laughs> He's just winging it. I would say, I would say similar. Similarly, I didn't have like the list of things like, all right, he needs to be this, this, and this. But as we did start talking about like marriage and things like that. I definitely the things that I've, I would say that I liked about Tracy, he was checking all all those things that I would want anyway, which for me, obviously, like I'm a Christian, somebody who loves God. Right. I'm not going to be going to church by myself on Sundays and everything that comes with that. So definitely somebody who is in the word, and then somebody who has drive and ambition. Because I think a lot of times on people's list, they'll say, you know, certain jobs or doesn't sit on the couch. But well, all of that is rooted in do they have ambition? Do they have drive? If they do, then those other things aren't going to happen because they at, at their root have drive. So yeah, I would say that those were the, the most important things to me. And not really something that I would say I was looking for, but obviously that attracted me to find my, my husband.
2: I I will say this, you know, some family is so important to my wife and that's Mm -hmm. important to me. So it was beautiful Mm -hmm. to meet somebody that was that connected to her family, her drive, uh, just seeing someone in all seasons and all different situations as we've seen each other. Like, we've been all over the world a few times, and like, we've been in some crazy situations where we don't know if we're about to be kidnapped or what. (laughs) And she can see how I react in that situation. I can see how she's going to react. You know, we've been in places where they tell us they build the houses on stilts because (laughs) that way the tigers can't get in the house. I'm like, what? (laughs) So, us going through all of those different scenarios, I feel like shows you for sure who a person is like you see how somebody is whenever you know anything happens mm-hmm. and then you see truly who they are mm-hmm. without pretense so i think after seeing that then you you're kind of peeling back those layers of who someone is and you know all that representative stuff kind of fades away like you can't hold that up in a situation where they say there's landmines under your feet. And it's like, well, this is what we're doing. This is where we at.
0: <laughs> I always say this, but there's nothing like being like equally yoked with your partner, you know, cause that's so important. That is just so, so important. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. I mean, well, I'm pretty sure there are a lot of people who do, you know, especially like when you're younger and you're dating your partner, but, um, but like, at my big age, as Ashley would say, being equally yoked with someone is so so important because if you're not like after you two get married, then I mean it's kind of like that's it. Like y'all just have to work on it. But I love you
1: can and you can not easily like break up with someone when you're exactly. married versus yeah. like y'all are just dating or even just kicking it. Like, mm-hmm. um, so it to me. I always like when we get to ask people that question, because it's kind of like, where were you kind of like, what was that mindset of what were you looking for? Cause I think sometimes too, even with like the Russell prayer and the Sierra prayer, like everyone kind of has this like mental list or it's assumed like there's this mental list and it's like, this person checks this, 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 but it's like, sometimes the person that checks, those things off is not what you would have envisioned like yeah gotta be putting folks in your life for a variety of reasons very so,
0: true very true. yes all right so how did you two meet each other
2: you i'll let my wife take it because i kind of uh <laughs> Give y'all a little introduction <laughs> to this. <story>. Yeah.
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> so we met the literally like two days after undergrad graduation at a one of those like new grad career workshops. You know, there's like different conferences and things that you go to, and you at the end of the conference, you you meet people, network, you're supposed to get a job, right? So we both were at this conference on the campus at the MU. And we were there. I was there to get a job. (laughs) I had a homegirl who did the conference the year before me. So I knew exactly what was going to go down. Um, I felt like I was fully prepared and I was ready to go there and get a job. (laughs) Like, that's why I was there. And Tracy, as he already said, he was there on vacation. Like, he thought (laughs) thought it was a vacation. So I actually have a cousin that lives in Florida. Um... Who during the conference she was able to come to the campus and like pick me up and take me to like get materials that I needed for my presentation and come and like basically bring me back to her apartment so we could just like have time away from the campus. And at one point she asked if he wanted to come with me, and I was like, I don't know him. I don't know him. But we just, I don't know what made me say yes. I was like, sure. So he came with me to my cousin's house. And we honestly just were like hanging out at the conference and Mm -hmm. just like built this connection literally over this week time period that we were there in Florida to do these presentations. And we ended up both having our presentations like back to back like they they put him first and then I was the second person up and we just really just connected at that conference and literally have been together ever since. Like we both had flown into Florida for the conference and talk about meeting the person that's destined for you. We both came from North Carolina, but in separate parts of the state, flew to Florida. We both ended up eventually getting jobs in the DC area. So we really have just been in each other's lives since, since that day.
2: Yep. That was a, God's plan. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Now with that, do you remember your first date?
3: Yes, depending on who you ask, because mm-hmm. we debate this
2: all the <laughs> time. Oh, I noticed, I like, we debate this, this all the questions. time, what oh, was our
3: first question. date? Okay, we have different answers about this, but I mean, there's like we, a
2: collection of dates. It's a, it's date a collection serious.
3: of, it's fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> it's fuzzy <laughs> because we were together since we like met each other randomly in Florida. So we happened to go out to the movies while we were in Florida. Mm -hmm. Like, and I consider that our first date. Because we left the conference, there was a group of us, which is why Tracy doesn't think this counts, but there were a group of us that went to the movies, and once we got to the movies, we kind of dispersed to what we wanted to see, and I don't even remember. I don't
2: remember what the, I and really, I don't want to disparage I don't other remember movie,
3: what the other movie was, that. but everybody in the group that we went to the movies with ended up going to see something else, and then just me and Tracy went to see Bridesmaids. Yeah. Which I consider that a first date, because he did not want to see Bridesmaids. No, you
2: did. I, I love Bridesmaids.
3: I was you're the only one in the group that wanted to see Bridesmaids. About... And then he
2: was like... Why wouldn't I go? I, he was I like, oh, I want to see
3: Bridesmaids. And I was like, you want to see Bridesmaids, or no. you want to go to the movies with me? I wanted, okay. to
2: see, I wanted to see Bridesmaids, and I wanted to go to the movies with
3: So <laughs> I consider that our first date. But he would say, after we left the conference, and we both... Flew back to North Carolina separately. We actually ended up meeting while we were in North Carolina before I moved out of my college apartment. And he considers that our first date when we met up in North Carolina before I moved back home, like leaving college and all that. And that was like a real date. Yeah. at a restaurant, but yeah. I still think Bridesmaids was our first date.
0: So, who paid for the movie?
3: I don't even know. I don't know. know. Oh, okay, okay. I don't okay. remember.
0: Okay, okay, because I was going yeah. yeah, to okay, okay, say, well, you know, Tracy, if you paid, that we was technically a talk. date.
3: No. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember, I don't remember.
0: Okay, all right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, y'all mentioned the fact that y'all were at one point in a long-distance relationship, like, Tell us more about that. How long were y'all in that relationship or that part of your relationship? Like, how long was that? Where were y'all living? Why were y'all on the different coasts? All the good details.
2: Do you want to tell your
1: version?
2: I mean, okay. I mean I it's, not, it's not bad, but it's Sure, like, I can. Yeah,
3: so we were so. together. We both got jobs in the Washington, D.C. area, which is where I am from originally. Um, so we were working... In the DC area together, dating for three years. At the time, I was also in graduate school. And I wouldn't say that I hated my job, but like I was so overworking in government. DC's all government politics or like hard news, hard journalism. And so I liked being in marketing, but I wanted to switch to entertainment. So pretty much immediately after I graduated, even before I graduated, my last semester of grad school. I flew to LA for the first time and started doing informational interviews. And I pretty much knew once school was over, I'm going to try to get a job in LA. And so we had been together for three years and it took about two months after graduation. I got a job in Los Angeles. And so I moved and it ended up being three years, like three years that we were on separate coasts. So we did three on the East coast, three (laughs) on, in, in different time zones. And then- three in LA before we were married.
2: Yeah, and so to add color and context to that story, Brittany was very ambitious and dead set on coming here to LA and working in film and television. And she really pursued that and was given the opportunity to come out here from DC at that time. I was just starting work for this university where mm-hmm. I was traveling every single month and we had just uh, moved in together. So we were getting closer and closer. And I felt like, you know, all of those like icy layers that I had up, there were melting away. And I was thinking about marriage and then we were together living together for like nine months and then she gets this job opportunity and then she's gone. It it happened so quickly to me. I knew she wanted to move there, but it's like she got the job and then she was gone in a few weeks. And then all of a sudden I had all of this free time and I didn't know, what I was supposed to do with myself. And on top of that, I was in hotels every other week. Like I was traveling Mm -hmm. every single month. So the distance and the strain and another context to that, the job that I was in was also paying for my graduate school that I had just started. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to leave because I didn't want to pay for graduate school. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I was trying to figure out, like, what was going on. And really, those were probably the hardest. That first year was the hardest time, because we we were on different time zones. Our communication wasn't, I know my communication wasn't the best. And we were just trying to figure out, like, okay where are we going from here what are we doing yeah what is this like i would this... say
3: the first year was like really hard. the first year
2: was rough
3: the first year was rough and i think that it was because we didn't have a game plan no. and i don't know how people i have girlfriends now like, i don't know how they do it like just being with somebody long distance with no like okay Is it, are you about to move out here? And not saying you have to jump to that point in your relationship, but at least being on the same page about where is this going? I feel like after that first year, and we finally sat down and decided, okay, you're going to finish graduate school. It's going to take two years, but it was two years of knowing what the game plan was, Mm -hmm. right? And so after that first year, once we had a game plan of what we wanted our intentions to be, it got the next two years were a breeze because we actually had, you know, a calendar of, okay, It's going to be a long two years but we know that there's an end date inside. And
2: there was a lot of work done in that time yeah. in terms of like I was in LA every other month. He was. I yeah. I was out here from DC and all of my other travels I made it a priority to be out here every other month. And that meant, you know, sometimes work stuff got like pushed aside or you know, sometimes I would miss holidays with my family, but it was important for our relationship. And it was important to me that she knew how committed to us that I was. So I was out here maybe a week, if not two weeks, every other month. And mm-hmm. then sometimes I was out here for like three weeks, four weeks. Right. We're I fortunate
3: that he had a job that he was able I, to
2: work remote.
3: One, travel and play that pain, plane ticket <laughs> to yeah. come out and to work remotely. That was yeah. really... That really saved us. They didn't sure. pay
2: it every time. But a lot of times, <laughs> if I could get close, like if I'm in Arizona or yeah, where, was, where else was that? Like San Diego. Yeah. Like if I could get close, then I would book another flight to LA. Yeah. And then I would be here for a while. So we did that for every other month for two, two more years.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And really, when you first moved out here, I came out here like... The very next month
3: he did
2: <laughs> I was at home by myself I was, I was like, like why this are you
3: here? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then I just I got a ticket and I was thinking about it and I was like man I should go to LA this week and then I got a ticket for like the day after next and then I was in LA and then I came again maybe a month later but we still didn't have a game plan so I wasn't really, it yeah. wasn't better but fortunately even in that year we saw each other several times like we went to thailand in that year Mm -hmm. what else i came here for the holidays that 2015 and that's where we really like i was here for over a month and basically i was just like you know pleading for my wife it was like you know we gotta make this work (laughs) it was like we gotta make this work man (laughs) i'm sorry we gotta make this work
0: Please, baby, please. please. Right.
2: <laughs> <make> this work. <laughs> and then what yeah.
3: Jamal said, y'all being too loud. Yeah.
2: Geez. For my birthday. So we saw each other throughout that, that first year, but it was rough. It was it was definitely like not good. But it got better.
3: It did.
1: Yeah there was a happy ending. Yeah. So throughout that kind of time frame, what like window of time I guess, when did y'all get engaged? So like y'all have basically been together for uh, damn near a decade. So like what part of that, I'm assuming were you had you moved to Los Angeles at that time or
3: <laughs> Why are you that? <laughs> uh-huh. well- I- I think that the we, we did not get engaged until he moved to la okay so that was <laughs> i mean really when he moved to la i think it was in a november and i think that I don't, I don't remember i'm trying to remember like what specific year that was was that 2018 when we got engaged no when you moved to la was that
2: 2017 yeah it was october 2017
3: pretty much as soon as he moved to la i was like it's on like Anytime we went anywhere, every holiday, I was just like, like, okay. <laughs> I was not the only one doing that. Like, I was doing it. My mom was doing it. And I'm like, mom, I cannot tell you when this is going to happen. And she was like, well, Man. he's in LA now. So I'm just wondering. And I'm like, me too. I'm wondering.
2: Too. Man.
3: <laughs> so it wasn't until after he graduated and like doing during the whole movement process like we knew that's where we were moving towards but it wasn't until after he moved to LA
2: so essentially <laughs> i proposed in 2016 and it was right after like we had like we had broken up and then gotten back together we had just gotten back together i was like, like all right. right i'm ready for you to be my wife and then this too- was that
3: rough year right <laughs> that first year that was rough that yeah. we were like figuring out what's the game plan. And she was like, "Screw,
2: I don't know about that." And so, as soon that. as
3: we figured out the game plan, he was like, "I'm gonna propose." I'm like, "We just got good. <laughs> like, <it's> not <laughs> the time for
2: this." Yeah, but I had to like ask her parents, and her dad was like talking to me for like three hours. <laughs> he never said yes or no. He just, like, <laughs> <three hours. laughs> and then so you know I had got the ring I had come out so then after that then we went to couples therapy like yes okay. for a few months yes and then you know that I feel like that was one of those things where if it's your partner you have to know it's your partner no matter what like you have to be persevering you can't just let anything deter you and that's not to be said in like a creepy stalkerish way. But it was like, I knew that I wanted to be with Brittany. So even if she was saying not right now, I was like, okay, let me listen to what she's saying and fix the things that is giving her hesitation at this time. And that's what we did. And then so after that, um, initially I was a little bit um, hurt. I was like, man, I'm not about to do this again. <laughs> And then, so whenever I moved out here, she was like, oh, so when are you doing the proposal? I was like, man, I done did that. I ain't doing that again. But she didn't know before I moved out here, I had started buying a ring. I started buying a wedding ring. So I was paying for the ring. And she was like, so where's the, <laughs> we getting proposed uh, this month? I was like, no. <laughs> Next one? No. And her mom was like that too. And I was paying for the ring the whole time. And the ring just touched, I mean, it was, it really was a movie. It took this whole trajectory. And the jewelry place where I bought the ring, actually they got burglarized at Christmas. And Mm. I felt so bad because they, they were really nice women who owned this jewelry shop. So my mother actually told me about the burglary and I was like, okay, let me call them to make sure they're okay and make sure that the ring is okay. And they're like, yeah, we're fine. Your ring actually was stolen. And I was like, <laughs> "It was okay. Crazy. So then they had to make a new ring. So that pushed the timeline back a little bit more. Meanwhile, she doesn't know any of this. She was just like, where? I was like, what the is the holdup? Like... So yeah, I'm thinking, I was like, oh man, like, they have what to is start happening? over. They have to make a new ring. <laughs> I didn't pay for this ring. And I don't know when they're going to make a new ring. And then finally they got the ring to me. And then for her birthday, she wanted uh, something that's near and dear to both of us, Princess Purple Rain. She wanted a Prince Purple Rain poster for her birthday. So I got her that, and she thought that was all she was getting for her birthday. <laughs> and then we went to another dinner and I had set it up with them. And the the waiter actually took pictures. We went to this restaurant where you can see the entire city of LA. and they brought out the ring and took the pictures, and I proposed. And I made this little short film of all of our videos interspliced with like things throughout the years and movies that we loved, like super black movies, like uh, you know Tuky Buki or Hyena, like just all of these great love stories that I wanted to show that we fit into, and then. She had this little QR code where she could scan it and watch the movie and the ring. And I gave her the ring. Then we then she said yes.
0: Come on, love story. Come on, movies. So like this needs to be a whole movie.
1: Yeah.
2: Seriously. Yeah. Yep. What was the movie called, dear? I don't <laughs> who was <it>? was <laughs> she, I, I got the called? poster on the bookshelf somewhere. What was it called?
3: I know what it was called. It
2: was called I Am With You. And I every, am
3: with you.
2: <laughs> and throughout the movie it would show like, well, I am happy with you. I'm goofy with you. I'm oh in my love. and then it would show like videos throughout our our many years at that point of like all of those different things. So
3: So pretty much like after the first proposal, which I don't even count that proposal.
2: <laughs> yeah, I haven't been back to Catalina since.
3: Then. No, because we were <laughs> in Catalina Island. We haven't been back. <laughs> um, but after the first proposal, and after we like were back on the same page, we're going through counseling. It pretty much was like for the next two and a half years, or for the next two years. I was like, Yeah, what's going? On? Come on now. <laughs> so yeah.
2: And I love her mom. I didn't want her to think that I'm just saying that she was on me, even though she was very much keeping the timeline <laughs> together, but. I appreciate
1: that. So if she hears Aww. this, I, don't know. I love her the- too. <laughs> <laughs> that was so sweet. Yes. I was, like, so creative. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh my gosh. Like some of these proposals, you feel like you see the same ones over and over. And like, it's all good. It's black love regardless. But that, that was so touching. Like. It was unique. Like, and it was. Yes. And, it, and it fit y'all. Like if, you know, y'all like black stuff. So yeah. to incorporate black stuff into your wedding, <laughs> I mean, your proposal. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I love it. I love it. That might be the best one we've heard so far.
0: Yeah, basically. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, men um, out there. Y'all need to step right. it up. I know.
1: I know. I know. Y'all can't just be doing them same old, same old tired proposals now.
3: <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> I don't, don't get It kidding. took a lot in me not to
3: put the video on like Instagram because you want to share it with everyone. But that yeah. was the thing. You know, yeah. I put so much on Instagram, but I was like, no, this is just for me. So I've never like shared it with anyone or anything yeah. like that. But...
2: No, I was very proud of it. And I, I didn't care what you did with it. I just wanted you to enjoy it because it was so much of us in it
3: mm-hmm. it was like well a lot of people don't this. know uh tukibuki
2: yes um well i don't i don't know if i should talk about can it. you give yeah. us the
3: two second version
2: <laughs> uh, tukibuki is essentially by uh, bonnie and clyde but it's a senegalese story by a director one of the senegalese trailblazers jabril Joke mambetti and, and actually and you guys may already know this like he's Trailblazer of, of filmmaking in, in Senegal, and it was a black love story. And Jay Z and Beyonce actually used it as the the reference point for their On the Run two uh, mm. tour. So if you see Jay Z and Beyonce on a motorcycle, and the motorcycle has uh, bull horns, that's directly Those are from Tiki people. From TV,
3: which was so interesting because tracy put that together that was before on the run yeah. so to then see those same references from jay-z and beyonce i was like oh they doing doing tukibuki i already yeah. have that video of That, yeah. <laughs> that was my proposal y'all
1: proposal.
3: copying us <laughs> like, we already have <laughs> yeah
2: black orpheus all those movies yeah. like, we're we are big uh pro- yeah <laughs> proponents of black film african film and everything in between
1: I love that. I love that. Oh and especially the fact that you kept that to yourself. Like you didn't have to share that. Like yeah. we share so much nowadays. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So, you know, it's like, I have this special moment, this thing that he created for me. Like, I love that. I really do.
0: And thank um, you for sharing that with us. Yeah. That's no um, That's a beautiful story. Yeah. It really
1: is. All right. So, Y'all are engaged. Like, how do you decide on when to get married?
3: Oh man, I feel like we took the long way around on that <laughs> one. <laughs> was, he, he, Tracy's still having like uh. withdrawals like it was it was not a smooth process at all. Uh-huh. I feel like I wanted I always have loved Christmas time, the holiday season, um all of that, but I also was like in love with the idea of getting married in Lake Como in Italy. And so in order to do that, it's a very specific time period they have to go or the lake will be cloudy and you can't see anything. So that pretty much determined that we were going to, we started looking into destination wedding. So we did have this wedding in Italy and it pretty much determined the setting, determined that it was going to be in the fall. So our original date that we actually had a venue secured and a planner secured was in September of 2019 Mm -hmm. and after doing after getting all the way to the point where we were about to send out save the dates we decided to cancel that and like start all over like scratch that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so people mind you we had asked our closest family and friends would they be down to do this destination wedding we got yeses across the board maybe one or two people were like oh i don't know
2: until you're gonna do it
3: <laughs> right they thought we were kidding i guess they thought we were joking <laughs> because when we literally started asking people yeah. for their address so we could yeah. send to save the dates we were getting like crickets and like oh oh y'all oh oh y'all really gonna do that oh okay so then we had to just reevaluate everything. And long story short, we ended up coming back around to the idea of getting married at the holiday time. and then we had our actual wedding date secured twelve fourteen.
1: We don't hear that often where like the other side of wanting a destination wedding or planning a destination wedding, like actually, that doesn't make sense for our family and our guests so we're not gonna do that after all but the fact that y'all were still able to have like a holiday december wedding like there's a lot there yeah
2: it's a good
3: time of the year yeah i think that it's like the wedding that i wanted to have in dc i honestly didn't think i'd be able to have i just thought it was not tangible and i didn't want it to look so I wanted it to look a certain way and I didn't think that I could achieve that with the number of guests that we had so it's like I pivoted in my mind to have the destination wedding but then ended up pivoting right back to DC and just like managing what I needed to do with the guest list in order for it to look the way that I wanted it to.
2: And it looked great. I mean we looked at 20 venues <laughs>
3: Traumatized. (laughs) Traumatized.
2: (laughs) I did not see another venue after
3: that. (laughs) I saw like it really was. I tell my friends, anybody, anybody is getting married in DC, I have seen every venue there. I can let you know. I've seen it for 250 person weddings. I've seen it for 25 person weddings. Like I've seen every venue in the DMV area. So if you need help, I can help you. I got a spreadsheet. Yeah
2: that was crazy
0: that was wow it. no wonder why you're traumatized Cause, yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. and then after that she found a venue that i never even saw until the day before the wedding
3: <laughs> yeah i pretty much like after the after the destination wedding was canceled i pretty much like gave up wedding planning i was like i'm done i don't want to talk about wedding stuff no more like we might just go to the courthouse like i'm done and then God was like, see, Brittany, this is why you shouldn't say those things. Because literally, like the week that I was like, I don't even want to plan this no more. I got an opportunity with my job to take a free trip from L.A. to D.C. Like they were going to fly me home for free. And I was like, this is God telling me, Brittany, you need to go look at those wedding venues in D.C. Because you ain't got a free trip all year. (laughs) And they about to send you home so you can go look at wedding venues. And so literally that weekend, I like called up venues and just looked like tracy said you didn't see anything i just like relooked at everything because when i was looking in dc previously it was for larger venues for like 200 plus people and the second time around when we came back to doing it in dc i was looking for like 80 to 90 guests
0: mm-hmm. wow how did y'all get down to well yeah know,
3: like, i was gonna ask that too yeah but. i'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> like basically eliminated themselves
1: that's real (laughs) the hunger games
2: well
3: i I think it's only myself and my sister and my sister is we're only three years apart she's three years my senior however she was married 10 years ago so i feel like that cut the guest list a lot because as i started thinking about it i was like these people who you know your your parents show off to for the first child's wedding they don't need to be a part of this. Like, I have not talked to these people anymore. If you are a cousin or if you are related to me, but I don't know how you're related to me, like we got it, you're cut. <laughs> like, I don't know whose baby's aunt you are, or I like if I don't know, I have to cut you. And so it we basically eliminated all the people who went to my sister's wedding that didn't need to come to mine and that cut it down a lot. And then after there, it was like literally it's every It kinda
2: like such a hard it was like they didn't need to come to my
3: Well people that I literally <laughs> we weren't talking
2: to I understand we weren't talking to It was like they went to that one that's good enough for you.
3: Yeah and then from there it was just like You know, we had an A-list and a B-list and we constantly were just like trying to make cuts and where we had to sacrifice, which I know we talk about all the time is really tough for us is we Mm -hmm. didn't get to invite as many people from L.A. as we would have liked to invite, which these are the people we've been with, you know. Or myself, I've been in LA now for six years, and so we have a family out here. And I think we would have both liked to invite more people who are a part of our future, you know, mm. instead of concentrating so much from the people in the past. But yeah. it ended up being a, a really good group of people, and I am happy with, I would say, ninety percent mm. of the guest list. Yeah, I would invite again.
1: <laughs> I don't,
2: I don't want to, you know, look back too much. It's definitely, and we do talk about this. There's people that I do wish I could have invited. As opposed to like <laughs> what happened because you know nostalgia like we we're thinking about it's like oh this is my close friend this is my best friend it's like you don't you don't know that person anymore you're 32 and y'all was best friends at yeah 18 and, 16 and yeah. that was
3: advice that I got from a girlfriend a, a girlfriend that I have in LA and she said one of the biggest things that you should do when putting your guest list together is invite people from your future, not your past. And yeah. so that is something that we had top of mind. And I think that for the most part, we did that, which is how mm-hmm. we were able to get to that 85. It's brothers, there's a few
2: others that's more future than than the past.
3: That's what I'm saying. Future, <laughs> the, we wanted the people from yeah, the future. Yeah, there's more
2: futures that yeah. we wanted. we had some, some uh, retros.
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah, so a, few, a few retros slipping.
0: But (laughs) honestly that advice was like the best advice that she could give you because yeah yeah, that's real that like that's some real good 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 advice so speaking about the wedding like what details were important to to both of you
3: did you have details that were important to you
2: yes the details were i wanted her to be happy with it (laughs) a happy bride makes the wedding so much more pleasant
3: I am very particular <laughs> and I yeah. wanted it to look a certain way yeah. because I have seen weddings. We've all been to weddings where it's like, huh, that was weird. Why did they do that? Or, and the wedding isn't about your guests. Like it's about how you feel. And so I had very particular vision for the wedding. I, as Tracy said, I planned all the way up until Mm -hmm. that final month. I brought in a month up coordinator who really was useful in bringing it all together and helping with those details that I wouldn't know because I'm not a wedding planner, Um, but yeah, the things that were important to me were just like little things. Like we had a lot of people coming from out of town, like my family's from the DC area, but we had family from North Carolina, people flying in from California. So I really wanted to be in the city of DC, um, like near the Metro line, like not on this outskirts. Like I wanted to be in the heart of the city, which we were in DuPont circle, And I wanted people to be able to get around easily. So I wanted it to be very like centrally located where our reception and the ceremony ideally would be in the same location and that it would be within walking distance of where people were staying, just trying to be considerate of those things I think were really important to me. I just wanted people to have a good time, you know, remove those obstacles.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, that was the key detail. She was very happy with the work that she did. And that made me happy. It was a happy wedding for me. Yeah. I showed up, <laughs> my bedroom, I did all the moves that I was told to do.
1: <laughs> so that does transition into the next question. What all did you really do, Tracy? Like, how involved were you? Uh, you know, how
2: involved was I? <laughs> Have you seen Charlie's Angels? I was more the voice in the box. <laughs> <laughs> She was out in the field doing the hard work and I was just in the back. I was still very much, you know, vocal, but I was in a box. So whenever you want to turn that box off, you can just turn it off. But she was doing the work. And really there were there were some key details that I, you know, I want to keep it positive. So, you know, there was a lot of work and a wedding journey is just that is like so much work and ups and downs and uh-huh. people wanting you people surprising you people who you don't know who they are but <laughs> they feel like they should be invited it popping up mm-hmm. so you know there's different stuff that i had to do like secure the, the pastor or mm-hmm. um what else there's like Little stuff. I can't remember. Weddings is like being in a tornado for however long <laughs> you know, you're planning the wedding. And you'll just be whipped around, whipped around, whipped around. <laughs> the of, you're like, oh, this is what we've been working on. And then it's like over. Mm-hmm. You're like, whoa, that was quick.
3: His, his main responsibility was the communication with the pastor. I tasked oh, him yes. with that. And I did not get involved with that at all. That was him yeah. and the pastor. So.
1: Yes, it was.
0: It was. Well, that's a very important task. So it is. Yeah. So you did a good job there.
1: I'm so surprised though. Cause, well, sort of, we usually hear about, Oh, the groom was just, he just wanted to control or have like choice over the DJ and the alcohol. But because you said y'all don't drink like that, mm-hmm. then That scratches that art off, but what about the DJ
3: part? Like, well, I also, I also think that (laughs) he's laughing because he didn't like our DJ. That's why he's laughing. (laughs) It's like the (laughs) reminder that we were like, we're not going to review him unless he asks, because we want to be respectful of his business.
1: That's real.
3: But the thing with. I think it could have gone differently had he had had he had a different first interaction to wedding planning. Like his very first introduction to wedding planning was going to those 20 venues in that four day time span. So I feel like that kind of (laughs) like scared him and it made him not want to do anything else that was like wedding related. Tell
2: them we looked at 20 venues and then we went to two (laughs) weddings after that. That same week. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Two weddings in two different states. (laughs) <laughs> at- oh my god Monday through Friday Saturday we went to a wedding well
3: when then you we- live on the different coast and you get married you have to book your week we had to get it all done it's like we weren't we don't live there I so. think about
1: that week was he's so traumatized <laughs> then we
2: yeah. went to a wedding in Maryland then we flew out went to a wedding in New York City and then it was over I'm like what was that <laughs>
3: So, yeah, I think that that allowed me to have a little more free range on the rest of the wedding planning because he was like, what? I don't want to do it. I'm,
1: I'm good. I'm good. Oh, my God. <laughs>
3: Thank
0: you. Oh, that's so hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, all right. So, let's get into some details about the wedding. Um, How big was your wedding party? They well,
1: already told us.
0: Well, yeah, you already told us that. Never mind. Never mind. So, I mean, I guess
2: the secret party. We had the wedding party, then we had the backup. We had the A team and the B team. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we won't get into that because they may be listening. So we won't get into right. that. We uh, did
3: not.
2: <laughs> oh, okay, okay. It was always my brother.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it basically was my sister, my one sister, his one brother. And then as we moved further in the planning process, I was like, I have to add my best friend because she's doing more work than I am. Like in that period where I was telling y'all that I was done wedding planning, like I'm done with this. She was still contacting venue. She was like, "Okay, girl. (laughs) She did a lot of work. work. (laughs) So I I ended up adding my best friend. So it was just the three of them. right.
0: that's sweet. So, describe your wedding day look.
3: My wedding day look was, I would say, Christmas holiday chic, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was like winter Wonderland, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, my fir- I had two dresses. The first dress was a ball gown, which I did not think I was gonna wear a ball gown. But I just wanted to look like a snow like princess. And when I tried this dress on, I was like, this is perfect for the theme. It just fits perfectly. Um, and then I knew I wasn't gonna be able to move too much in that dress. So that pretty much let me know after I got that dress, I, I just immediately started searching for a second dress that I could move in. And so my second dress was like the complete opposite. Uh, it was actually a shorter dress that had long sleeves and was like sheer in the back. So it was like a party dress and then like a ceremony dress.
1: I like that.
2: My wedding look was a black tuxedo. <laughs> black, black bow tie.
3: Yep. Pretty classic. Yep. Yep. And that was it. Mm-hmm. You can't
1: go wrong. No. Nope. You really can't go wrong.
2: I didn't go wrong. I don't feel like I did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was very simple. I mean, I had a a black suit. It was velvet, so it was subtle. You know, there's like okay. subtle. Difference so that, you know, my wedding party or like my dad, her dad, my brother. They had regular black tuxedos, but mine was velvet. So, you know, who's the groom here? <laughs> <laughs> and that was it, you
0: know? Nice. So this next question, we got to get in your business a little bit. Did you
3: stay in budget? I see this is an interesting question because it depends on what you consider a part of the budget <laughs> <laughs> stayed within our joint wedding budget. The wedding budget that we set is what we hit almost exactly. However, there were a lot of items that you don't really itemize to be included in your wedding budget, like those miscellaneous expensive that were definitely, if you were to count them in your wedding budget, it wouldn't have been in budget, right? Like my wedding dress was not in my wedding budget. It was more so we considered our wedding budget what was going to come out of that joint account that everybody was contributing to and then there were like other things on the side gotcha okay that makes sense
1: yeah it's weird sometimes when i see wedding budgets and they include like the ring (laughs) like and i'm thinking that's that's not really part of this like the food yes the cake yes you know like exactly the venue
3: yeah. So like those things that were like for the both of us. Well, I won't say that because there are some things that were for the both of us, like our honeymoon, for instance, sometimes mm-hmm. that's in your wedding budget. I did not consider our honeymoon. Right. Budget. And really for us, we had, um, we asked for honey people fun. to contribute to our Zola, like our honey fund for our wedding. So mm-hmm. most of our honeymoon was paid for via that. But I would say for the things that we set out to come out of that joint account, we stayed in budget.
1: That's good. That's good. Listeners. It is possible.
3: It is possible. It
1: is. It is. <laughs> now, you're like the only couple
3: <laughs> that has said it's possible. But, someone, <laughs> but you got to do is start said. moving things outside of the wedding budget. <laughs> oh,
1: exactly.
3: Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. not a part of the budget no more. That's, this is on the side.
1: <laughs> right, right. Especially if it's something that could possibly be repurposed. Like, oh, I mean, exactly. Know. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So what vendors kind of sort of I think I might know what you might say here, but what vendors would you say make or break a wedding?
3: Make or break a wedding. I will say, I think the most important vendor um, at that time in the moment is your caterer because Mm. the caterer is in charge of like the aesthetic, the food, the, you know, the how you're moving through the day, even to some extent. I know some people have planners that do that, but I feel like our caterer, had so much to do with the flow of the event. Um, And I think that it could have really changed the outcome of our event had we had somebody different. Like it just, it's just like, it sets the whole tone of your event really. I
2: think the venue, like there's location, location, location. I never saw the venue in person until the day before. And then when Mm -hmm. I got there, I was amazed. I mean, I knew that she would pick something really nice. And I had seen the pictures. But being in it, it really was uh, an experience all by itself. And I think what you did with that space, with the flowers and the floral design. But
3: those are different vendors. Like, they are, are
2: different. But I think the most important foundation was the actual the venue. venue. The venue. It was like without that, the other stuff is like. It's great, but you need a base to work with, Mm -hmm. which I think the Anderson house was. Mm
1: -hmm. So was it like a blank slate type of venue or what? Like, give us kind of, I guess, maybe some of the aesthetic details that just generally come with that venue. Uh,
2: Well, from what I know of it, seeing it online and haven't been in it, I think it was Lars Anderson's actual home. Mm -hmm. He was a man who lived a long time ago. I really can't tell you exactly <laughs> what he did, but he his like a looks,
3: DC socialite from like the 1900s. He,
2: okay, 19, he's from like the 1700s.
3: Okay, 1700s. <laughs>
2: and his the home is essentially a museum. Yeah. So it, it's beautiful. It, there's a lot of antique art and furniture. There's a lot of, you know, especially you know, whenever you you bring people into that space, people are putting down their soda, and there's a, a estate manager is like, no, please
1: don't place that there. Yeah, three hundred years.
2: It's
3: essentially a museum. Like yeah. now, it is used as a museum.
1: Yeah. Very nice. No, that's cool. very regal. It was.
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: regal. That's a good word to describe yeah. it for sure. Yeah. I like that.
2: It did feel like an episode of The Crown. I was like... <laughs>
3: they actually just posted on their Instagram about The Crown.
2: Oh, wow. They did, I yeah. They're trying
3: to get those.
2: I tried yeah. to play that Crown music. At, remember whenever we was picking out theme music for walking? Yeah. I was like, oh, I should use this from The Crown. But then I was like, you know, maybe that's too much. <laughs> I love The
1: Crown. Just so you
0: know. I haven't watched it yet, no. but it's like on my list of shows to watch. Same. Oh, you One watch. of my
1: good friends loved it. Watch all four seasons.
0: Yeah, it's great. yeah. yeah. Crown
1: yeah. Over
0: here. <laughs> well, now that you say this, like I'm definitely gonna have to watch it like soon. So. Mm-hmm. so, yeah, I'm definitely gonna make that happen. So, you know, I'm happy that you mentioned, you know, like the song, you know, like, coming down the aisle. What song did you all play?
3: Well, you know, we had to the stay in theme. It was mm-hmm. really, I was really, you know, persistent about everything needed to be a theme. I wanted people to feel a certain way um, from start to finish. And so I ended up walking down the aisle to um, "Who Would Have Thought?" by Boys to Men. Who would have thought I'd fall in love on Christmas Day? And it was just the perfect to me. I just knew always from the start that would be the song because it had the holiday theme. It was like that R&B love song, and I just felt like it wasn't your traditional song that you would normally hear when a bride enters. So I knew, like from the start, like this, it has to be the song. Mm. And I think the rest of the bridal party came in to just your standard Canon and D. So more instrumentals type.
2: Yeah. I I honestly don't even remember the song. I remember I was picking out different songs and you're like, you want to walk out to that? And I then like, I started ah. thinking about it. I was like, no, nah, let me not.
1: Yeah. The Brown
2: nah. theme music was one of them. Then there was a, another song from this band that, that I like and and now have worked with, but it was like kind of down. It was like a down it was tempo. Not it. Yeah, it was like you know what? She's right. She is usually right. Let me not pick in you. Years <laughs> later, and everything like, man, I was crazy as hell for that one. <laughs> 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 I was like, I should have listened to my wife.
1: <laughs> so, on the actual day the moment that everyone's been waiting for. How did you feel when you saw each other at the end of the aisle? So you see him down there and you seeing her about to enter in, like, were y'all crying? What were those emotions like?
3: Yeah, it was, well, we made the... What I didn't know at the time, controversial decision to have a first look, Mm -hmm. um, which was something, a concept I wasn't really familiar with. But as we went into the wedding planning process, I found, oh, this is what people are doing now. And my after consulting my photographer, I told my photographer I really wanted pictures outside of the architecture of our venue. But since we were getting married in December, it was going to be dark at like three o'clock. So that pretty much solidified that, okay, we have to have our first look in the daytime before our six o'clock evening wedding so the first look was so emotional it was just the two of us our videographer and our photographer and I ugly cried (laughs) I wasn't expecting to ugly cry I knew I was gonna be like emotional but it was like it's the ugly cry um those pictures are not attractive (laughs) but I think that
2: they're, attractive.
3: They're not attractive, but I'm happy that, you know, I was able to have those emotions and really have that moment, just the two of us, which is one of the reasons, you know, the photographer saying that she actually encourages her brides to do a first look. And I am happy that I went ahead with it. People tried to talk me out of doing it, but it definitely allowed us to have like that calm before the storm and We still were able to have those emotions walking down the aisle. Like people had said, oh, you're not going to feel the same when you walk down the aisle because you would have already seen each other. But it's still you walking down the aisle. Like you, in theory, are only going to do that once in your life. So it was very, very emotional. And Mm -hmm. I think that it was able to, we were able to like take it all in because we had seen each other earlier in the day.
2: Yeah, no, I, I definitely cried. I cried.
3: The second time or the first time?
2: The first, you see me cry the first time. They got a picture of you <laughs> wiping my face. But yeah, no.
3: Nah. Oh.
2: It was a lot. And we, I didn't think that I would. And I'm okay with crying. But I didn't think that I would just because we had spent so much time like doing everything together, uh, even throughout that weekend. Like, mm-hmm. But I don't know. If something that hits you, you're just thinking about like, wow, like. I'm thinking about the whole journey from Mm -hmm. Tallahassee to uh, you know us being long distance when you moved away whenever we went to to the Dominican Republic and we were at that wedding and then like we went to a wedding in the Dominican Republic I got sick and she moved like all in the same week so it was like she moved and I was kind of like in a blue state
3: yeah and
2: then by the time I was well she was gone so I was thinking about all of those different moments and then you know Catalina or coming out here for the first time and then coming out here for that Christmas which was mm-hmm. a very long time at that point there's all of those different moments and you think about all of that and you're like look at what we've built together, like this mm-hmm. life that I've built with this person and all these moments and memories. And I was trying to, I didn't want to like cry on the podcast because I was thinking about it. I was like, man, this is crazy. Like we're coming on a year of marriage and I met you in that lobby in Tallahassee. <laughs> and I didn't even have, I had like two pairs of clothes, no computer, <laughs> I didn't care about anything. And everybody's like, what's wrong with this guy? <laughs> Yeah, and you were looking at He's like, why is there so much Waka Flocka in your iPod? You <laughs> literally said that whenever I first met her.
3: <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I did. It. I did. <laughs>
2: yeah, so it was like, I think about all of that. I was like, man, this is like, this is really bad journey. Like, this is, this is, a, I always think about different movies and, and Mo Better Blues, like whenever Denzel can't play the trumpet no more, and mm-hmm. then he's keeps living his life and he marries uh, the other woman. And then they like, they have that montage where they have a baby and he like starts another life. I always think about it like that. I was like, wow, this is life. This is is what they tell you life is. Like this is life, it's your life. It was beautiful.
0: Oh, man, like if anything, you could feel the love through, like yeah I mean, like, you even have to be looking at them, but like you could feel the love just by you know, like their words and everything. so ugh, I love yeah. this
2: I just, this is my wife, like, I had to tell my brother just the other day, it was like, and my wife, this is like, I couldn't imagine not like like not doing anything without her. This is like my appendage. You know, like oh. it would be a Like even whenever she's gone, like last year she was traveling a lot mm-hmm. to do wedding stuff, and I was just here in LA working. And it's just it's it's not fun. It's not like I'm I i do not know, it's better with her.
3: To share your life with somebody. Yeah, maybe. yeah,
2: it's better. It's better with her.
1: It's very true.
3: Oh y'all are so beautiful. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. All right, we have um, a few more questions. Um so nope, I'm going to take your question to Nia cuz I realize it's you know, whatever. That's how it happens. <laughs> so tell us about the food
3: that the day. It was really good. It was really good. I feel like we got compliments on it afterwards. Mm. Um it was like a seasonal menu, so there were like Holiday things, Um, it escapes me what the actual main courses were, but we tried to add in signature dishes throughout the evening that were thematic. So when people walked in, they had gingerbread eggnog to like get them in the holiday spirit. Um, Our cake was very much uh, basically a replica of the architecture of the venue itself. So it was the same style of structurally what the museum was what else you know to be honest we didn't really get
2: to eat the food that much
3: (laughs) you didn't eat it but people told you how good it was tracy missed the tasting i went to the tasting so i have memories of what the food was (laughs)
2: yeah no it was like the whole wedding day i feel like we didn't get to sit down and eat our food too much and by the time you we don't. sat down yeah the food was gone like they took the food away
3: they, yeah but i heard it was good yeah. <laughs> we didn't get to have that did. but i heard it was good <laughs> it,
2: it was good The little bit that i ate. it was i had salmon i had some pieces of a salmon it was...
1: <laughs> They could at least wrap y'all a plate right
0: yeah
1: they did but it was
0: where did, where
2: did they go
3: to james gray house
2: oh <laughs> <laughs> So they ate it. Yes,
3: my parents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my parents that's a good plate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've been trying to figure out how to get our cake topper. You know, sometimes people save the top layer or they save a piece to eat on your first anniversary. Mm-hmm. And so the top layer of our cake is sitting in my parents' house in Maryland. And we've been trying to figure out how to get it to Los Angeles so they we keep can threatening enjoy to it. Eat it. Yes, and my father keeps threatening to eat it. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh.
3: I've him several times do not eat my cake. Uh, so we're trying to figure that out right now. So we can have a little bit of our wedding cake now that we've made it to a year.
1: <laughs> I hope it's really really good. Like so. still very
2: yeah. moist
1: and
0: yeah. <laughs> just. Double, as- <laughs> but it's the thought that counts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right.
2: I will still eat it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's either that, or you just get a new one made. You know,
3: that's right. Yeah, I thought yeah. about that too because a few companies now have moved toward just sending you a piece of your wedding flavor on your anniversary. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I need to call them and see if they
0: do that. Yeah.
3: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We talked to a vendor last week about that, and we were like, "What? That's a thing? <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I did
1: not know. That mm-hmm. is amazing. Um, that anniversary cake. You paid for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely."
0: So if there was one moment of the wedding day you could, that you could redo, what would you do and why?
3: I think, I don't have a lot of regrets about the wedding day. I think I wouldn't redo it, but (laughs) I think there was a missed opportunity, which I kick myself for. We are both HBCU graduates and we did not swag surf at our wedding. And I, exactly, I feel (laughs) like... (laughs) We were so busy, and don't get me wrong, we wobbled, we electric slide, like we did all that, but there were a lot of HBCU grads at our wedding, and Mm -hmm. I feel like it was a missed opportunity to have that many people in the room, and to not get a swag serving. That is something I wish we did. Yes. I mean. (laughs) I'm sad about that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It it all felt like such a you're on a moving train. So people are like shuffling you to be in different places all the time that whole day. So I feel like I wish I could have been more present in certain parts other than like than just being like shuffled along. Mm -hmm. Like I felt present in like when we're on the altar. But Mm -hmm. then it's like whenever you're waiting and I was like waiting in the room with Quentin Mm -hmm. and Monica. And Ashley, those are moments that were, like, real special, too. Right. And, like, seeing my mom and how happy and excited that she was and is, you know, just so that I could really savor those moments and appreciate it. And my dad, he was having a good time. He was all over the place. <laughs> he was just... I could tell he was having fun because I I didn't see him too much. It was like it oh. was like oh there he is. He's at the picture booth. Oh, he's over there. It was like all right, but not. It was great to have everybody there, like your family, my family, mm-hmm. and like our friends and people that have known us and known us separately and seeing us come together. I just would like to like. I mean, I have those snapshots in my mind, but just to kind of like relishing it Mm -hmm. because we're living it so we were essentially working our whole wedding like you're changing you're doing (laughs) wardrobe changes people are out there dancing doing the cocktail hour all this stuff that you plan i never even saw the cocktail hour
3: yeah we didn't get to go to our cocktail hour which we could have um because we did the first look but we just didn't want to go to the cocktail hour and then immediately have to leave. But really, in hindsight, there was enough time for us to to participate.
2: I didn't even know that we could go. They, yeah. they put us in this room. It was like, all right, you're in this room. Like, yeah. Okay, I'm in this room. We're just going to drink wine in here. <laughs> and that's what we did. We a glass of champagne.
1: Oh my gosh. Um, what's one thing you wish you knew kind of earlier during the wedding planning process?
3: So I actually had a call with a bride to tell her this exact same thing. It's already like, this one's so easy for me to answer. I will say, if you feel iffy about a vendor, fire them. None of that second chances. Oh, I'm gonna see what they're gonna do. Oh, it's gonna get better. You are paying a lot of money. You are putting your own money, whatever is a lot of money to you. And there are certain things like everything ended up being fine. Like it was great. But at the end of the day, there are certain people who I should have put into check (laughs) from the start that I was giving the benefit of the doubt. And I feel as though when you are paying your money for something, something as important as your wedding day, it needs to be right. And these are professionals. They call themselves professionals in their lines of business. And so I think a few times I was too lenient with different people. And I think if I could tell anybody anything, it would be, if it's not right, fire them and move on. Just fire them. (laughs) Fire them and hire somebody else who can do it the way that it needs to be done.
2: (coughs) Uh, I'll, I'll go back to the point that we stated before. I think making sure you look at the people that's in your life now and the people that you want to be a part of your future and being really realistic about who is going to be a part of that future. I think sometimes, you know, relationships grow and change and we, well, I'll say maybe I'm not always observant or maybe I'm more reticent to acknowledge how those relationships have changed or maybe even dissolve and I think if you're going into a wedding pick those relationships that you're going to have 5-10 years mm-hmm. now not the relationships that all of your moments are 5-10 years ago.
3: Right. hmm So. That's important.
0: It's very important. Um, I was clearing mm-hmm. my throat earlier because uh, I feel like that was um, that advice is directed to Ashley. Oh, is man. it? Yes. sorry <laughs> <attitude>. oh, man. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Oh, right. my God. So next question. So what did you learn about each other throughout the engagement?
3: Throughout the engagement, I would say I learned that we really talk about a lot already. Um, a lot of my friends that are already married or were already married, you know, they they told us like this is going to be like the hardest time. This is you know, you guys are going to have some fights because you talk about money and prioritization. And we really didn't have that. You know, I feel like a lot of our conversations, our challenges (laughs) were more so the guest list was a challenge. Like we didn't necessarily see eye to eye and down to the, the final week of the wedding, we were making adjustments to the guest list. But other than that, I think we were pretty much on the same page from the start. And we didn't fight about money and It was never really a lot of arguments. And so I I think that I just learned that we really are already so much on the same page and we've done so much work to get to that place that we were in. Um, Yeah, I don't really think there were anything surprising coming out of the process for us, for me at least.
2: No, I wasn't surprised at all. I feel like the whole time we were planning the wedding, it was such a change in different chapter in our relationship because for so many years I was constantly gone Mm -hmm. and on the road and last year and I think a little bit 2018 like whenever we were doing the wedding you were doing a lot of work travel and I was here in LA like not traveling at all like just working and like coming back and just being at home by myself while she was traveling and it was it was really different i was like oh this is this is what it's like because i remember she always wanted to travel for Mm -hmm. work and she was like oh you're always traveling for work What's the nice i was like it's really not that nice it's it's fun (laughs) for like the first i don't know eight months and then after a while whenever you have to go and you don't want to go and you have to network and you have to talk to these people and they don't want to talk to you it's just like it gets to be hard that road life is hard so what did you learn what did I learn i didn't i don't think i learned anything learn new it. about you cuz mm-hmm. i already knew that you were dedicated and everything that the wedding was which was amazing that was because of you and i always want to make sure that you get the credit because i see now like so many of our vendors different ones that we've taken credit for. And they're like, oh, look at this package that we did. It was like, she did that. But they were like, oh, yes, we we planned this wedding.
3: I mean, I'm not in the wedding business. They can get so, if they don't get money. Credit
2: you. I feel like you <laughs> should be credited. So, like, I knew all of those things about her. Like, she's very particular about what she wants. And she made it happen. So it was really cool to see her have these ideas and bring it to life in such a three-dimensional way because it was something that people hadn't experienced before or seen. And it pushed a lot of our vendors to do things they had never done, which is why they're saying now, oh, look what we developed. Like the florists, they built whole um, platforms and mm-hmm. arrangements to to display the flowers. Like those were things they hadn't done before. Uh, I don't think that um, the, the glass accents they hadn't done that before like all of that stuff was new it they had never combined those pieces together Mm -hmm. and now what you brought to them made them think about adding that to all of their their stuff so what did I learn I didn't learn anything new about you but I still was amazed and am amazed And I just want to make sure you get the credit because I feel like they don't be giving her the credit so I gotta give her the credit
0: Come on, Brittany. She's we've been
2: through this before. She knows it like because... whenever I see the vendors posting, was like, oh well, look what I did. It was like they didn't do that. I was like, you should say something. <laughs> they
3: <like."> executed, <laughs> they were able to execute my vision.
2: But that's the same thing as a director. It's like if the director of a film is like, oh well, you know, the DP shot it. So it was like, well, they wouldn't shot, they wouldn't have made that shot without their director directing them. You directed all of that. So, I didn't learn anything new.
3: Thank you. He didn't learn nothing. I am.
2: <laughs> but it was cool to kind of like flip around and like when you was traveling, I was just here at the house, mm-hmm. and it's like oh, I was just watching TV. I would go to work, come home, and then do nothing. And I was like, okay, all right, let me. Yeah.
0: Y'all are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, that's what was. I always think. It's like, oh, this is what it's like. Because she was traveling a bunch during our wedding period, which is how I she did. went to the venue.
3: 2019 was a, a lot. lot. Uh-huh. Thankful for it now, because we're not going nowhere now. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> I I a few
2: times. Like We traveled together, and then I think I went to, like, Arizona once, and that was it. And it was, like, usually I was gone every month. And she was gone. How many times were you gone? You were gone, like, five or six times.
3: hmm I went somewhere
2: every month.
3: But. Yeah. Every month? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, so it was a lot more. Yeah. yeah, she
2: was gone a lot. And then I was just here. And I was like, gonna...
1: this is what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> so as y'all approach one year, what have y'all learned about each other?
3: I have learned that we will not drive ourselves crazy being quarantined in the house together. <laughs> <Come here.
2: laughs>
3: you know, I yeah. thought, I think our first year of marriage has been something we would never have imagined like we never could imagine we would be in this position yeah. and we spent a lot of time in the house together we yeah. we went to the east coast and we quarantined at my parents house for a few months really yeah. we mm-hmm. went to his parents house and quarantined for a few months and you know yeah. we finally we just came back to LA last month and so yeah. I think that the seeing that we can it's been a year of marriage, almost approaching a year, 10 years of being together and that we still can be around each other and be comfortable and not annoyed, like not having that, you know, I think the itch that they call it is like, mm. we still, it's still like it was in 2011. Mm.
2: Oh, like, this is part of me. Like, I can't even think about eating or making food or doing anything without considering her. Whenever I make stuff, it's always stuff for you. Is that not true? This is true. It's like this is this is me. Oneness. That's oneness. what we learned in our. That's what we learned in marriage therapy. counseling. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that was the answer to everything. Oneness.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to show our-
3: for the book. <laughs> this is not show and tell. <laughs> <Is it>?
2: No. <laughs> oh, here it is. This is the book that I made for her for our five year. Anniversary, and it's like pictures. So you uh, gonna
0: hit the dog. They're not
2: okay. gonna see your
3: book, babe. Well, it's
2: it's us. So this is my wife when we were in. Oh, uh, so pretty.
3: Game okay, Game. Tracy. We don't need to show them the whole book.
1: I'm <laughs> proud of this. That this is really pretty, though. It really, is. that's nice. But never we're on trips. <laughs>
0: men out there. Y'all need to step it up. Y'all need to find Tracy. Ask him a word, yeah. Ask yeah. him how it's he comes up with his ideas.
2: Baby. This is her and Michael Jackson a sculpture. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. That is so sweet though. It
0: really is.
2: Well they got it's a video element. so.
1: But you don't see men like be this creative or you, like.
3: No you don't. Yeah, Tracy's very creative. He definitely has the artistic genes. From- That's
2: sweet. See, I'm pre- I am hadn't looked at this in a long time. This is our five year. Mm-hmm. This is five years of us being together. Oh,
1: Wow. Is he your, um, like, photographer or, like, any photos or anything you post? No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she's He's- a really. she's talented as a photographer, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> hey, you don't take it seriously.
3: He's... What do you mean?
2: (laughs) A good photographer. I always tell you that.
3: I try. He's working on it. He's working on being able to take my Instagram photo. (laughs) (laughs) We're still working on that.
2: (laughs) gotcha. So 10 years we're gonna have like an even bigger one. She don't even know yet.
0: (laughs) Okay. What have you learned about each other in the in the last 12 months?
2: I think I don't think there's anything new that I've learned but just in this whole like pandemic crazy time, uncertain time, economic uncertainty, all of that stuff. I think I just learned that like my wife is I mean I had known this but it's like it's all kind of like theory until like you're you're going through a pandemic. But it's like this is my partner. It's like the best choice that I've
1: made in life so far. So. I would agree. Y'all are wow. so, I know, right? Oh, I
0: just love <laughs> this.
1: Yes.
3: <laughs> I agree. It's the best choice you've made. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So the final question is what advice would you give to a couple that is a week away from their wedding?
3: I would say if you can try to do a fun activity that has nothing to do with the wedding. And if it absolutely has to be about the wedding, just try to get out and do something that's fun that you can just do together because that last week you're really just trying to make sure that everything's going to be as perfect and seamless as it can be. And you can't control everything. There's going to be something that happens, something that doesn't go the way you think. So just try to, like, relax. And I would say the best way to do that is to try to do something fun that's non-wedding related that last week. That's yeah. a
2: good one. And that's something that I want to make sure to get back to in 2021. It's like, usually we're in the house, but we do go on dates and do stuff. Mm-hmm. But in the pandemic, we haven't been doing that. So I want to make sure that we do set aside time where we're, like, not just in the house like we
3: can just get away clear yeah, your mind yeah
2: yeah which we we did that like once in north carolina but that was many months ago
3: yeah and we went, well i mean we're in a pandemic yeah <laughs> it's like, let's not put any pressure on ourselves <laughs> um, but yeah i would real. definitely say for couples to you know you finally you're finally at that moment but just like breathe, <laughs> do yeah. something yeah. for us. We went and this, our activity was actually wedding related, but I thought it was fun. We went to a dance class oh, yeah. and we took a dance lesson and actually ended up like loosely choreographing our first dance. Yeah. And it was interesting because we did it the week after Thanksgiving. So we had like two to three weeks before the wedding and the dance instructor recorded us. So if we did want to use the moves for our dance, we could go back and like m- actually memorize it. Cause it was like one 45 minute session. And we actually ended up memorizing the steps that she taught us. And we had a choreographed first dance and we were just doing it to like get out and have fun and kind of like not, be thinking about all the you know spreadsheets that I needed to send to the planner to catch her up on what was going on. So that was, that was a good like stress reliever right before the day. That's a really that. good idea.
1: That was good advice.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But you out here talking about you gonna have game night. So yeah
3: <laughs> it's like you're not want you never to not want to see those people.
1: <laughs> right. Because even though you could have a planner, there's still something that's going to happen that's going to come up. Like, yeah, remember? It's
2: It's about to. You're like, oh,
1: this is right.
2: You think we were were going to have
1: a whole outside wedding, and then it decided to like storm, like not even just light rain, like a whole monsoon. Yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah. (sighs) So you picking me up from work. And then we get into a car accident, like <laughs>
3: too much. Oh, Yeah, we got into a car accident,
1: like right
2: before, right
3: before the wedding, and, and so oh my gosh, and it was total, yeah. So we ended up like we were carless, and then so it was like we had to figure that out. It was yeah. like it was a whole mess. It was
2: mess. It's like we had the rental car <laughs> that was like a month
3: before the wedding.
2: Yeah, they didn't want to like. Pay like the insurance didn't want to pay for the rental car and then you we know to, just it like, was a lot and then we bought a whole new car
3: right it's like who's trying to buy a new car when they also trying to pay a, for a wedding it was, so, right that was going on that it was, was just was like a lot
2: the month before
3: yeah
1: Oof. well y'all have given us such a good stroll down your memory lane um we really feel like we were there with y'all <laughs> getting to know like your story kind of from start to fin well not finish but because mm-hmm. it's still going but from start to present and mm-hmm. uh, so we do really appreciate y'all for like everything um everything y'all have told us this this is really i think one of my favorite um conversations we've had so far Yeah, yeah, yeah mine too. we're not gonna let you go just yet we're gonna move real quick to unsolicited advice which is Um, Something I do every week where I give advice to couples, brides, vendors, whoever, based on whatever. And it's because when you get engaged, sometimes you get advice that you didn't ask for. And so this week's advice is um, to consider having like a, instead of, especially if you're, you're not having like kids at your wedding, which by all means, that's a very good decision. Mm -hmm. Um, If you still want to have like a flower girl or ring bear or something, those could be, you know, friends or somebody from, you know, your life that you want to include in the wedding party without giving them like a real heavy duty obligation of standing next to you the whole time. So just something to consider. Think outside the box. So that is my advice for this week. Tania, take us into the vendor love
0: yes so we're gonna move into the wedding vendor love and i'm gonna have Brittany and tracy go first who would you like to shout out this week
3: we are gonna shout out our videographers oh, yes. <laughs> our videographers vision. sock vision they are a couple a young couple that live in the dc area and we knew from the minute that we saw their work, I think that may have been one of the only vendors that I didn't look at anybody else. Like that was it. <laughs> we definitely had a phone conversation with them to talk about the vision for our day, but they executed the video flawlessly. I haven't seen anybody's work come close to what they do as a couple, and they're also expecting their first child. Oh, I just wow. thought that. So I did beautiful.
2: not
3: even know that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
2: so sock vision. You know, one thing about sock vision that I wanted to say that I feel like kind of is understated, but it's important. Like, not only are they like they're super talented in the work that they make. It, I mean, I feel like it's cinematic, really. Oh. Like, it's really good. But also, they're they're really nice people. Like, they were yeah. they were great to interact with and. I feel like a lot of times those two things don't connect. Like if the work is great, you may have more of a like kind of icy chill demeanor or vice versa. They may be very personable, but the work is like, uh, okay. It's yeah. so, so. But no, they're really talented and they're great to
0: work with. The work with. is great. Yeah.
1: I'm so here for couples getting videographers because they say that, you know, that's one of the vendors that some people just forego or if they do book them, they book them at the very last minute. Um, so I'm always here for really great videography companies and teams um, because I think just as important as the photos, those videos, like that's the actual, the footage that you can relive every day. So
0: exactly. Actually, who do you have this week?
1: I am actually going to shout out a black owned jewelry company. So for anyone that, you know, I feel like we're slowly starting to be open to non diamond rings or alternative engagement rings and wedding rings and things like that. And so there's actually a black owned company Um, based out of Seattle, that um, that's what she specializes in, all alternative um, rings. And so the company is Valerie Madison Jewelry. Um, If I'm not mistaken, she's also Latinx as well. So um, just beautiful work. I mean, you know, even if you don't want a particular ring as an engagement ring, these are all beautiful just rings in general. The designs are Unique and not your standard. So if you are kind of one of those outside the box, girls or boys, um, you know, head to Valerie Madison and support and whatnot. So what about you,
0: Tania? So this week I have a an event planner, um, but she also does floral designs. And so um, she's based out of North Carolina. Um, her name is Nicole Bird. Her company's called Bird's Nest Events and Design. Um, and she's based out of Winston, Salem. Salem. Yeah. Um, North Carolina. And, uh, you can find her on com or you can find her on her IG at Events. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It was like, I had to go to the page to remember it, but yeah, it'd
1: be like that. Cause sometimes the <laughs> domain and in the Instagram don't sync up. So I get it.
0: Yeah. I thought it was gonna go faster than that, but yes. Um, Definitely look her up if you are in need of an event planner. All her events look so beautiful. And the fact that she does floral designs. um, And then also like she has like, like her own way of doing things. And so it's very unique. So definitely look her up. Yeah. That's what I have this week.
1: Good stuff. Well, Brittany and Tracy, again, thank you so, so much for chatting with us this time. And I hope Jamal is not upset that (laughs) we (laughs) (laughs) monopolized your time. But um, if people are interested and they want to find your photos or look y'all up or just want to know more, because, you know, some people are just into that (laughs) <laughs>
3: um where can they find you? So, I am on Instagram at pound bmac. Um pound bmac and also if you want to see more of our wedding, we were actually featured in the fall 2020 national issue of the Knot magazine. So it's probably, by the time this comes out, you probably won't be able to find it in stores. But if you Google the fall 2020 issue of The Knot, you can find it pretty easily online. So you can see us there.
1: And it's very gorgeous, by the way.
3: Oh, thank you.
1: (laughs) You're welcome.
0: Yes, everything, like, like Ashley said before, very regal, very, like,
1: it was like a style shoot that wasn't a style shoot like exactly uh, that's what i was
3: going for that
0: <laughs> exactly you, with the Christmas you exceeded tree. Yeah. oh my gosh like now i want um a holiday
3: wedding <laughs> I'm gonna play with you. <laughs> feels good at the hot time, the nice time. you want to tell them where they
1: can
3: find you where can they find you? Can you can
2: find me with her or you can, <laughs> <laughs> you
3: that's can the right find answer. me <laughs>
2: You can find me on Instagram. You can check out any of my six photos <laughs> that <laughs> <I've> posted. <laughs> I posted.
0: That's so, funny on my Instagram, too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh,
1: oh, goodness. Gosh. Tania, where can they find us?
0: <laughs> you can find this on hiuid.com or you can find this on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. And Twitter. At and. Who Do what? Huh? And? I thought I got everything.
1: We're now on TikTok. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're on TikTok with the kids.
0: <laughs> yeah, we on TikTok now. Um, <laughs> I'm like, what else? <laughs> we, we have got everything only, already. <laughs> we only had two videos on TikTok. But <laughs> anyways, yeah, you can find us there. You can also find Ashley at Demi Demitosh. On Instagram and Twitter, and you can find me at Bell Surrey on Instagram and Twitter. So that's it.
1: Good stuff. Well, again, thank you too for coming on and chatting with us about weddings and life and all of these warm and fuzzies. Um, I'm hoping that the listeners get a glimpse of like a full picture of like from start to finish. Kind of, you know, sometimes there are some trials and tribulations but it all when both parties are very much involved and invested in the relationship you will see like you'll reap those benefits later on um so i'm glad that he proposed again (laughs) yes yes (laughs) Yes. eventually y'all will go back to catalina
3: you think Maybe uh, yeah. it doesn't have good memories for us.
2: Yeah. I kind of want to experience it in a different way. I mean, to be fun.
3: honest, there's not that much to do in Catalina, so oh, no. it's not. Here it
2: comes the Catalina sponsorship it's for not- Jamal.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry
3: sorry maybe we'll go back and like make new memories there because our current memories from Catalina are not great I mean
2: I I feel fine about it now it took like us going to therapy and time at first it was not great but (laughs) I feel fine with it I mean it it turned out fine
1: no it's good yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) the growth of it all yeah Yeah. Yeah. oh man Well, well Thank you two again for coming on yes. and chatting with us and we will let you have, well, you're in California. So there's still plenty more of your day left to go. <laughs> Ours <laughs> is pretty much over <laughs> again. Thank you so much yes, and happy her. early anniversary yes. and have a very nice oh. holiday season. Um, yes. Happy holidays to you guys. Yeah. Thank yes. you so much. Thank you. So y'all have a good night.
2: All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.